I can't decide if I'm just really bad at blowing my nose or if I have like an inordinate amount of nose hair that I have to cut through. It's like a, it's like a jungle. It's like the rainforest up there. And I didn't want to sound all nasally when I recorded the podcast, but here we are. This is what you're, this is what you're going to get. Products of the 90s, uh, early 2000s, and movies, and comic books, and video this games. This is the first bite mark of the zombie apocalypse for culture here, right? Like, we're coming hey, into if, it. If that's what you folks probably want. see, some of the topics may be suited for mature audiences. We're not going to throw out any emojis. We may, we may throw out some emoji cards. How are you going to do an emoji on a podcast? Welcome back to the Culture Jack Podcast. My name is Dustin. I'll be your host today. And on today's episode, we're talking about old movie news. I know, I know, we'll get over it. But first, if you're new here to the podcast, this podcast is primarily about nerd culture. We talk about video games. We talk about board games. We talk about movies and superhero movies specifically. We talk about interesting technology. And if all of that seems like your cup of tea, seems like something that you're interested in, despite my nasally nose caused by uh, what could be maybe a, a world record setting amount of nose hair. Well, then this might just be the podcast for you. How are you doing? How is your week? If I have kept up on my uh, regular trend, like I'm getting into a really good routine, a really good habit, you also have Besides this podcast episode, you also have some YouTube videos that are uh, being dropped every Friday as well. So go over and check out the Culture Jack podcast YouTube channel. Uh, the links are in the description below. Also, 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 double also, you know, buy my book, check out the YouTube channel. But I also have begun... Uh, recording podcast episodes with my wife, uh, Danielle. So Danielle and I, we are starting a podcast. I don't know when we're going to publish it necessarily, but what we're doing over there is we are watching episode by episode Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Now, I've never seen it in its entirety. I've only have like a passing cursory knowledge of what Buffy the Vampire Slayer is. But uh, my wife has seen the whole thing several times, and I'm I'm so delighted that she has agreed to do this podcast thing with me, and it's been a lot of fun so far. So if you're listening to this episode at some point in the future, you know, years down the road, check the, check the links because they'll have been updated with that podcast as well if you want to find more of me and get a, a deeper look into Buffy the Vampire Slayer, or maybe you're like a, a Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan and you haven't watched it in a while, come watch it with us, episode by episode. Uh, you watch the episode, then listen to the podcast. We'll tell you what we thought. Anyway, all that being said and done, welcome back. Uh, this episode, we are talking a little bit more about 2022. I know, I know, I'm so sorry. I can't help myself. I haven't been doing the podcast for almost a year or just about a year exactly. And I, I've got some stuff that I want to talk about, stuff that I want to catch up on. And I know I said this podcast would be my last podcast about 2022. We did the best of 2022 
gaming and movie episode. We did the best of 2022 anime and TV series episode. This is going to be a news recap. We're going to talk about some of the big stories of 2022 and where they are today because some of them are ongoing stories that have had had big developments, uh, little developments, and and everything in between. It is strange to be halfway through a year. Here we are in the middle of June, and we're still talking about 2022. I mean, I'm still talking about 2020. You're not talking about it, but you're here because you're interested in it. Maybe at this point, it's been a year. Like Time moves so fast now. Memes go in and out of style so quickly. Trends are, are jumping on the charts and off the charts just faster than you can blink. Perhaps waiting a year to discuss the news from that year, maybe these ideas have become vintage. Maybe these have become antique ideas that are now moving in and are, are trendy once again with the youth. I mean, one can only hope. But most likely that's not the case. Most likely these are things that you'd have to, to jump on immediately to kind of snag some of that internet virility, um, virility, virality, um, in order to get, in order to get the algorithm to see you as anything more than a subhuman subspecies. I did get a splinter in my fingernail. I wanted to tell you about that. I was reaching across the dog food and there's a, uh, my furnace sits on this wooden platform and I reached across and I reached across just so that I got a splinter right under my fingernail and I had it there and it was there for shoot I don't know five minutes before I could get it pulled out I got the tweezers and and pulled it out from under my fingernail and I was like oh thank goodness that what a relief but my fingernail was bugging me for weeks and then just recently I took uh the tweezers and I went fishing again and sure enough there was another large chunk of wood that was still under my fingernail. And it's still, it's not growing in right, not growing in correctly. I don't know what there is to be done about that. Okay. You've waited long enough. I've sold you on my other podcast. that's not even published yet. I've sold you on my book. I've told you to go check out our YouTube channel. And now I'm going to talk about big movie news in 2022. So <clears throat> this is one that I really wanted to talk about. I was really interested in, but there was a big shakeup over there at HBO Max. Uh, and that was because of, I think, the Discovery Time Warner merger, uh, which, oh no, Discovery, yeah, Discovery Time Warner merger, where Discovery took over a good, good piece of it and they were looking to cut where they could. We never on Culture Jacked talked about Batgirl being canceled. Apparently, the film was already done. Uh, Brendan Fraser had a role in it where he was he was Firefly, I believe was his character, the arsonist from Batman, which would have been cool. I, I haven't seen a good adaptation of him in film. There was a great version of him in uh, Batman Arkham Knight, I think or Arkham City. Great set of games too, if you haven't seen those. Uh, but that movie was supposed to have been like done, like ready to go, ready to to be played in theaters. And then they axed it. They canceled it, unfortunately. They also took uh, to the chopping block a lot of their animated uh, series, like uh, Final Space. 
Well, if you have not seen Final Space, I don't even know if you can watch it on HBO anymore because I think they not only were canceling new seasons of animated productions, but they were also removing animated shows in their entirety off of their platform, which is such a shame because now I don't know where you can go to get these shows. I'm sure there's, you know, torrent sites and and places you can pirate them off the internet. Not that I would ever recommend doing such a thing, but Final Space was, it was Gary out in space. Just, he, he got in trouble for blowing up some ships at a space base of some kind, and he got sentenced to being a worker out in space for several years. He runs into this alien that's got all these interdimensional powers, and then there's characters that return from the future to warn Gary and the animation is a delight. The comedy is hilarious. The characters are beautifully written and now it's just, it's just gone. And I I think they're doing that uh, on other streamers as well, where uh, one of the big cost cutting measures is animation first and foremost, which is a shame because if you've listened to me at all, you know what a soft spot I have for animation and to see these things go. And part of the reason could be because uh, some of the animation does not have that like soul behind it. I think it was a wisecrack video I watched where it was, it was not people who love the craft that were making animation or at least a lot of the animation nowadays. And so there wasn't the heart in it that it needed to be or it needed to have in order to be successful. I don't know if that's the truth. I've seen some of the best animated films, some of the best animated shows in the last couple of years than I have my entire life. Um, when it comes to comedy shows and you, you've got shows like Big Mouth and Final Space and BoJack Horseman, or you've got like more serious animation like uh, Gennady Tartofsky's uh, Primal, or you've got um, Arcane, which came out and was amazing. Uh, I, I just, I said it in one of my YouTube videos a, a while back, but the Bad Batch, the Star Wars animation, uh, like I got to go watch Rebels and Clone Wars now because that was so good. That had me hooked so well. I only assume those shows are the same, but some of the best animation has come out. So I don't think it's necessarily that the heart is gone, but maybe the wrong animation is getting the spotlight. Uh, regardless, um, you know, there's that. James Gunn took over as the DCEU head. Uh, he he came up with some plans, the Gods and Monsters Part 1. He's the co-head or the co-CEO along with um, Peter Safran. And I'm excited for what he's going to be doing over there at DC. They're doing a relaunch, but apparently some characters are persisting. Uh, Gal, Gadot's, uh, Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman, I think, is is carrying on. Um, at this point, the flash has been out, but I recorded this before the flash came out. So who knows if the flash will carry on or if he does, will he be Ezra Miller or will he be Grant Gustin's Barry Allen? Like who's, who's to say, but I am excited. And I said it in the YouTube video. I'm going to say it again because it bears repeating. The thing I am most excited about is that James Gunn has a good working relationship with the MCU and with Kevin Feige. And he's even gone so far as to say in statements that the Avengers 
against the Justice League or the X-Men versus the Justice League or MCU-DCU mashup is in the cards at some point in the future. But just, hey, let us get our feet under us first and develop this new universe. I heard another talking talking head talk about that potential crossover. And they said, if they get to a point where the MCU and the DCU cross over the, the universe's uh, mix, that is going to be essentially the death knell for superhero movies. Like they've all, they've run out of ideas and that's, you know, that's going to be their last ditch effort. And then the superhero genre is going to die. And you've heard me say at many, at many times in the past that we have had many points. There's been many inflection points in this superhero genre renaissance that we are firmly in the middle of now where people have said, oh my gosh, there is so much superhero fatigue going on right now. People are tired of superhero movies. They don't want them anymore. And so, you know, uh, they're done. And I think this is just another one of those. I think if we were to have such a mashup, I think it would be just something to build hype for both universes, for both franchises, for both brands. And uh, I, I don't think it'd be the end. I think it would be, hey, look, this is how important, this is what a cultural phenomenon and, and place of cultural importance that these movies and shows are. So that's what I think. Uh, so piss on those guys, whoever they were that said it. Uh, last year, also, Amazon completed their buy of MGM. So they own all the all the James Bond stuff and other other titles, other features, other brands. And so we should be seeing some stuff come out of Amazon with that. I didn't talk about it. I don't even know if I want to talk about it very much here, but Will Smith slapped the hell out of Chris Rock. You could you could say, yeah, he was in the wrong for talking about his uh, wife. You could say, yeah, he was in the wrong for getting up and slapping him. Uh, I am one personally, I think, that it is a it was a stunt. Uh, if you if you look at Oscar ratings, Oscar ratings were uh, dipping. I mean, the the age of old media, the age of television programming is kind of kind of dipping, dipping down. And why not have some big stunt that could reinvigorate people's passion for the Oscars? And I think as a result this year, 2023, the Oscar had Oscars had uh, more viewership than they did last year. Um, but that just could be conjecture on my part, really. And then, you know, Will Smith gets to go on this fallen hero and then redemption arc that he gets to have. Chris Rock gets to write comedy specials based around, you know, uh, Will Smith and selective outrage and cancel culture, whatever nonsense <laughs> he wants to do. Like the, everyone wins. Everyone wins in this scenario, except for the tender skin of Chris Rock at that moment of the slap. That's the only thing. It's like, ouch, okay, now we're all going to make some dollars off of this. And that's my opinion. I mean, you could you could say something else. Speaking of making dollars um, and lawsuits, we weren't speaking about lawsuits, but we are now Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard, the the trial that gripped a nation. Uh, <laughs> and I'm ashamed to admit that I watched any of it, much less the amount that I did watch, which was probably too much. Um, but we... we we get sucked into some things, man. Like as much as I ridicule, and I'm sorry to any British listeners of the podcast, but as much as I ridicule the idea of 
uh, a queen and the king and the princes and the royal family and all the pomp and circumstances that goes into into that thing over there uh we have our we have our own things man we've got our own royal families our kardashians and our amber herds and johnny depps and whatnot so yeah that went on uh, netflix lost many subscribers uh and they <laughs> this story is not over because i'm sure they plan on losing many more when they really crack down on the password sharing stuff and it's not even it's not even just people that are sharing passwords with their their parents or their siblings or whatever else their children that are off in college but also like i work remotely and so i work uh sometimes a good amount of time away from home and i have the netflix account that we have in our home that i use on my phone while i'm away from work and i download movies for the plane rides and and everything but then also i i just use it and under the new password guidance that netflix put out last year if that were to ever take place they would disable my phone's connection to netflix if i did not check into a wi-fi source that shared the home source of that netflix account at least once a week and sometimes i'm gone for more than once a week so essentially i would be penalized for my own netflix subscription essentially which is not right and we would cancel netflix we'd cancel netflix in this house maybe we'd get it you know once every few years to catch up on the really good shows and then cancel it again and not to say that's not a bad idea anyway i talked to my brother at one point we were like hey perhaps I'll get a couple subscription services. You get a couple subscription services. We do a little swippity swamp and here we go. We got all of them. Also, you know, you could get in, in theory, you could get one subscription service, watch all of the content on that subscription service exclusively, cancel that one, get another one the next year and save yourself a good deal of money. This is an entertainment podcast. What are you doing coming here for financial tips? I got more though. <laughs> If you want, uh, Avatar costs, I think it, he said, James Cameron being the, he said that it needed to make a billion dollars in order to break even, which I think it did. Um, I think it, I think it made 2 million Avatar way of water. And if you listen to yesterday's, not yesterday's last week's episode, you'll remember that Avatar, the way of water was my, my film of the year my movie of the year. Uh, <clears throat> this next one, like Ezra Miller's Flash, I've talked it to death. It's been talked to death. Like he's a, a kidnapper and an abuser. And at the very, very least, he is a, he is a public uh, inebriate. He, <laughs> he's a public menace too. At this point, I don't think he's coming back for the Flash 2 or any part of the DCU. I think with all of the drama and trouble and controversy surrounding him, DC does not want anything to do with it anymore. They're going to recast the Flash if the Flash does well, and they're going to carry on, carry on that way. Uh, last year, Kevin Conroy died, the, the voice of Batman and many properties and I, I maybe I'll, I'll talk about it a little bit tomorrow. Cause again, <laughs> not tomorrow <laughs> next week, 
that's the way these shows go. They go week to week. Uh, but that'll give you a, some insight into maybe my recording schedule. Maybe I'm going to record that one tomorrow. Regardless, uh, Kevin Conroy, he is supposed to have done his final performance as Batman in the new Suicide Squad game. And the Suicide Squad game, we've now learned, has been delayed, pushed into 2024 after an incredible amount of backlash that it received uh, once that final trailer was published. And it was delayed till the end of the year, and then it was delayed till next year. So we'll we'll see. Like It would be a shame if this paint-by-numbers, generic-ass Suicide Squad, but they're not really even the Suicide Squad, they're just... Uh, Suicide Squad in skin only, but otherwise they're just regular uh, shooter shooter people. They're <laughs> they're regular military boys and girls. Uh, this regular ass generic game was the the final thing that Kevin Conroy did as as Batman, and it makes it like it hurts doubly as much knowing what a what a a technical and critical achievement the Batman Arkham games were the Arkham Asylum, Arkham city and Arkham Knight games were like, those were good games and they were cinematic and they were beautifully written and they were wonderfully executed. And that's the same studio that's making this generic ass game that no doubt is by no fault of the developers, but was something that was looked at top down from a producer standpoint, from a managerial standpoint where they said, you will have a games as a service. This will be an ongoing game. It will be a live game. And we're going to make money on this for years to come rather than just making what we all know and love and it, a good, strong, robust uh, single player Batman game where Kevin Conroy could have had his final performance. So that's kind of sad. I mean, it's sad that he's passed. He's He's been um, the Batman for a long time. And I think... Mark Hamill even went so far as to say he was no longer going to voice the Joker uh, as his as his opposite, his counterpart had passed away. So um, very sentimental uh, for that. Henry Cavill is out as Superman. Uh, and then if rumors aren't to believe, he's out as the Witcher as well. And from what I heard, Henry Cavill was not a fan that they were deviating so much from the Witcher books for that fourth season. And so who's Seth Rogen's buddy? Seth Rogen's buddy's uh, younger brother was rumored to be playing the Witcher after Cavill's exit. Can't remember what his name is. Uh, James, but not him, his younger brother. You know the one I'm talking about. Look it up on the Google machine and then text it to me. <laughs> Uh, Jason Mo Momoa is most likely going to be out as Aquaman. Uh, Aquaman 2 is going to be his last performance, and then he will be, you know, dropped right back into the DCU, most likely as Lobo. They have not made an announcement as of yet for Lobo. However, uh, it was either James Gunn or Jason Momoa that were talking, like, you know, if we were to do any other character, it would be uh, Lobo. So, and that's the hard spot that James Gunn finds himself in adopting this DCU is he has all of these movies that are currently in production. He has, um, was Black Adam part of, part of his business? 
I don't know if he he'd come over as, as early as Black Adam, but uh, you've got the Flash, Aquaman, Blue Beetle. Well, there was a Blue Beetle trailer, by the way, and that looked absolutely rad. I'm very interested in that. It looks like a kind of like an Iron Man style suit that he's in, but also it's like alien technology, but then also it's kind of like Ant-Man technology, but he doesn't shrink or grow, or does he? I don't know anything about Blue Beetle. I've got to look him up on the wiki so I can act smug about it. Uh, and then the last story that I wanted to talk about that we didn't talk about last year, uh, as far as movies go, is uh, a real-life superhero, uh, an actor who played a superhero turned into a real life superhero. And that was Jeremy Renner who jumped in front of that, that plow, his plow that was left in gear or left in neutral and started to roll, uh, to push his nephew out of the way. And then it ran over him, garbled it, garbled him up. And he, he broke a good deal of his body. Um, apparently he's got an interview out on ABC somewhere where he talks about the event and all the indications are that he's going to continue playing Hawkeye in the MCU, which is great because I would love to see a, a, not a, I almost said a crippled Hawkeye, a crippled Clint Barton, but a, a bruised, beaten, weathered, older Clint Barton who is guiding the new or the young Avengers into uh, the superhero people they were meant to be. So, you know, the, the Kate Bishops, the, um, what are Wanda's kids' names? Uh, you, <laughs> you know the ones. Google that while you're at it. Whether it's the Kate Bishop, the uh, Kamala Khan, uh, whether it is Isaiah, Isaiah Bradley's uh, grandson from the Falcon movies or... Uh, Kid Loki, maybe he comes back in the future. Whatever the the new Young Avengers are, I'd love to see like a chiseled, <laughs> a chiseled, a grizzled, a grizzled older Clint Barton. Man, you can tell it's kind of the end of the uh, end of the podcast. That is the last news story that I wanted to cover. <sighs> that's it. You you know I am as tired of 2022 as you are, and I will only do one more episode about 2022. I will only do one more episode about getting a, uh, a fingernail with a splinter in it. Cause that really hurt. And it, you know, I'm, I'm hoping it made you like grimace just thinking of it as well. Oh, it's another podcast episode. And I haven't talked about my bidet yet. Okay. So I, <laughs> last time I gave you the tip about having a, a cold, fresh groundwater bidet spray onto a piping hot, spicy food eaten asshole. This time, I'm going to tell you, if you do get a bidet and you're a, a fella, okay, ladies, tune out here. Turn off the podcast. This is not for you to listen to. I don't want to make you blush. Gentlemen, 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 gentlemen. Now that I've got you here alone, let me tell you, if you do get a bidet, just be wary that you are going to clean yourself up a lot better. You are going to use a lot less toilet paper. But when you do, at the same time, what is that sound? There's a massive windstorm. At the same time, you will also get your balls really wet. 
So just make sure that when you're patting yourself dry, not something that you, you typically had to do when using toilet paper exclusively, you'll have to make sure you pad your balls dry or else you're putting the fellas back in your drawers. Um, and you're gonna, you're gonna regret it for a little bit. Like it's water, it'll dry off uh, fine, but just remind yourself to, to be thorough in your drying process and you'll still use less toilet paper. Like I'm still going to, going to market this on the ability to use less toilet paper during the thing. If you are tired about hearing about my bidet, I will leave, I will leave bidet talk behind when I leave to 2022 behind. <laughs> that's when I'll stop talking about the bidets when I stop talking about that year, but that's it for the show. Um, next time I'm going to recap the biggest gaming stories of 2022, similarly to what we did here with the movie news. Oh, good morning. Uh, (laughs) I'm also going to ask you very politely, if you have not already, I wrote a book. I wrote a children's book. It's a long fairy tale, a poem. Why don't you take a look in the links in the description and find that book and go buy it. Go check it out. Read it to your kids. And if you don't want to read it to your kids, there's a link there too where I've read it all on YouTube for free. So it's all for free out there if you don't have the money. I know times is tough for everybody. But the a thing that you can do for me for free is you can listen to that book. You can subscribe. That costs you no money. You can leave me a review. That costs no money at all. I'm giving you all kinds of fun, free things that you can do that benefit me hugely. And if you've sat here and you're listening to me talk on this podcast right now, I hope that I've benefited you hugely. At least for the last half hour, you got to chill, you got to relax, you got to remember a a better time, a safer time, and that time is 2022. And the big movie news that that we're we're with it, was with it. Obviously, I'm going a little cuckoo. We're going to close out the podcast now. We will see you next week. I hope your week was great. I hope your weekend is even better. Cheers. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Culture Jack Podcast. If you like the show and you'd also like to support it, there are a bunch of ways to do just that. Be sure to tell a friend, a co-worker, or fellow bus passenger about this little radio broadcast. Please visit any and all of the sponsors of today's episode. Make sure to subscribe or follow on the streamer you're listening with right now. If you turn on automatic downloads, new episodes will be waiting for you regardless of the internet freak spelunking that you're planning for this weekend. You could also get like a massive Culture Jack tattoo, preferably on your lower back or perhaps your pubic region, maybe with like the little revolvers about the hips that some people do, maybe wrapped up by thorns and roses and whatnot. It could be very nice, very tasteful. Check out our social media, YouTube channel, other projects, and get in touch with the show using the links in the show description. Have a comment or question featured on the show or would like to secure one of our coveted guest spots on the podcast to talk anime or video games with me? Email is probably your best bet, though my DMs are always open, baby. Uh, Another easy way to support the show is by buying my book. I wrote a book. It's a fairy tale, a long poem. It's called The Obsidian Pillar. It's a joy to read and a delight to be read to. Check it out. Links are also in the description there. Thank you again for stopping by and be sure to tune in for the next episode. Okay, thanks. Goodbye.